everybody. Welcome to the Use Guys in That podcast. Uh, as you notice or will notice if you're doing the audio version only, Brian has yet again uh, disappeared, this time into the wilderness once again, only to find Bambi or some four-legged creature, maybe a two-legged creature. I'm not so sure what he's doing. He didn't really disclose, and it's really none of our business, and I don't want to uh, have to testify in a court of law. So whatever. Have fun, Brian. Whatever. <laughs> um. This uh, podcast, of course, is brought to you by AgorasNexus.com, who is the premier sponsor of the Use Guys in That podcast. Uh, please check them out. Uh, support our friends, Dag and Brandon. Great people, great products, great services, a lot of free stuff on there. So if you want to educate yourself and others, please check them out. Wonderful people, wonderful website, uh, AgorasNexus.com. So uh, I hope everybody's uh, Thanksgiving was fun. Uh, mine was mine was okay. It was uh, it was good. I didn't eat a whole lot, which is which probably good for me. I'm a little disappointed with myself, but you know sometimes you'll have those below the bar performances um, at the dinner table, which with is snacks, which is acceptable. Um, I had a lot of people in my house. Like I own I own a house that's probably the size of a uh, a, uh, a medium sized crypt in a very upscale cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people. Um, it was nice though. Got to see, uh, you know, my my folks, and uh, you got some family there, and got to hang out with uh, my uh, my nephew, which was, was nice. He's a little guy, he was an infant, so um, yeah, that was nice. Um, uh, every, my mother made this Bailey's Irish cream cheesecake uh, from scratch. Uh, they they ate it all. I got to eat one piece. Usually, I get a quarter of the pie, which is probably not good for my blood sugar. But as you guys well know, I do a full court press on my my heart disease my my inevitable heart disease and uh hardening of the arteries uh the heart attack the stroke whatever it's, it's a full court press it is a relentless attack on um my my health which um i really don't care because uh, if you've had that cheesecake you would understand and for those of you that haven't well i guess you're going to continue to not understand that so uh want to shout out real quick uh to Catherine, uh, uh who commented on the youtube page and subscribed uh, across the platform. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, it, yeah, she let a, a nice comment. I'll read it off for you guys. I, we were supposed to have a guest today. We're caught with our with our wieners in the wind right now, and that's <laughs> that, and that's not that's not a jab at our guest. Our guest was genuinely could not make it, and uh, he told me that he didn't want to put together a shit product to be rushed because we we're going to have a nice conversation about the recycling business, which we've talked about on the show before. He's been on before. Um, and, uh, he could, you know, it just wasn't something that was on the cards. This isn't, you know, that th- we, we love you. It's not, it's not his fault. It's no big deal. No, but we, yeah, we love, uh, all of our listeners, but you know, those especially come on the show, you know, you, you can't make it, you can't make you it. Can't it's make all right, it, man. You know, yeah. We sh- still love you. Shit happens. So I, I, I was caught, you know, like I said, my, uh, my pink little Willie uh, is in the wind. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to shout, I'd have a chance. This is a couple of, I guess this is what a week old by now, I think, or a little over. So Catherine, thank you. Um, she said, uh, had someone come to me and present me with an alternative way of thinking that may realize some biases that I somehow created early in life, grew up in a military family. I was indoctrinated to a super conservative way of thinking and have been working to distance myself from a lot of previous beliefs I had. It's a process, and I appreciate the opportunity to open my mind in more ways. Well, that's uh, we appreciate. That was on episode 100, where we had Ace on, uh, giving yet another master class on his uh, infinite uh, level of patience in dealing with people. So, yeah, yeah, thank you. And also, Chum Lee, thank you for subscribing to the channel. Uh, some of you subscribe, and I never get a notification. I guess you want to be anonymous, which is fine. That's just your business. I'm not here to judge, but... I just want to say thanks for subscribing to the channel. So, uh, before we get started with some of the thicker items, uh, I got I got something that's going to be a lot of fun. So I literally got this in the mail today, today. Okay, it's two parts. There's a pamphlet, Ooh. and then there's a letter. All right. Now this person doesn't know who they're mailing because if they would have contacted the various scammers from across the planet who have tried to. Uh, embezzle my money, they would have been threatened with a sword fight, which will be threatened to this individual, but handwritten. Um, Ooh, that makes it classier. Really? But yeah, if you take yeah. a look at the at the at the handwriting here, man, like this individual has excellent handwriting like this. I have to give this cultist a lot of credit. Uh, so <clears throat> uh, dear Jay Colo, full name, 
full name. <laughs> Nothing informal about this letter whatsoever, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the real item. I hope this finds you and your family well. Oh, well, thank you, as well as can be expected. Uh, I'm writing to share with you some encouragement from the Bible. Not a good start. <laughs> and straight off a cliff. <laughs> like nosedive. Yeah. Not good. Not good. No offense, anybody, but not good. This is the wrong audience for uh, this is the wrong recipient for this type of communique. Uh, let's see here. Many are concerned because of the, of world events and wonder if the end of the world is near. Well, one can only hope. Um, if so, uh, can we do anything to survive the end of the world? What will happen after the end? Well, clearly nothing. It'll be over. So, but anyway. <laughs> what is Stupid fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it gets better. <clears throat> In Isaiah chapter 45, verse 18, Isaiah, you know him. He's, he's a lots of fun. He played for the uh, Detroit Pistons, point guard. Uh, God tells us he, quote, did not create the earth simply for nothing, but formed it to be inhabited, end quote. If you are interested in learning more, please go to our website, jw.org. From there, and there's no comma, so that really puts me off because comma from there is how it should be uh, written. From there, you can find, or, you know, a semicolon, as Kurt Vonnegut says, he's, we're not supposed to use it that much because then that we're just trying to show off that we went to college. Maybe he's right. He's right about a lot of stuff. From there, you can find much more on what the Bible says about the end of the world and any other bible questions you have i sincerely hope you can find comfort and hope for the future sincerely jehovah witness um whose name will be kept out of this conversation because i am going to write them back and the pamphlet that was given to me was how do you view the bible not well uh if i may say um would you say it is a book of human wisdom uh certainly not a book of myths and legends. There we go. We got a winner. <laughs> and or is it the word of God? Uh, there is no God. Uh, so no. Uh, what the Bible says, all scripture is inspired by God. Second Timothy chapter three, verse 16 of the New World Translation. Oh, of course, somebody would say that a, a guy who wrote it and probably kept, you know, beat his wife because she was his property or something to that effect, you know. Uh, can we really believe what the Bible says? I can answer that question without reading the pamphlet. Absolutely not. Um, amazing Harmony. The Bible was written over a period of 1,600 years from some 40 different people. So mm -hmm. God didn't write it. Thank you. you. You are literally admitting this to me right now. <sighs> okay. Uh, most of them never met one another. We know. Uh, yet the entire book is harmonious with one central theme. Yeah, mass murder. Uh, rape, uh, the destruction. God, your God even kills animals who had nothing to do with anything. They didn't even fuck up. They were just there. God's like, fuck it, you're off the island. And they're like, but why? And they're like, cause I'm angry. Um, uh, honest history, that's a laugher. Um, secular historians seem quick to cover over the defeats of their people. In contrast, Bible writers candidly record both their personal failings and those of their nation um yeah great you're taking your l's and your document that most of us do and say boy we fucked up right here probably shouldn't have done that uh there's a lot of great um stuff here uh from i, I have a good friend of mine who's jehovah witness not the best one uh he's a bit of a drinker and uh, he likes to gamble excessively probably not one of the best examples but you know he's a good friend of mine he used to argue with me about this oh the new world translation is the best translation of the bible well let me go ahead and start. Uh, all the translations are, are garbage because um, they're not real. They're, it's not true. None of that stuff is true. None of it. Okay. So anyway, I'll be I'll be writing back and I will uh, post the response uh, maybe on Facebook or perhaps I'll do it here. Not a lot of activity on the Twitter lately. Uh, I'm not going to get into what's been going on on Twitter because I don't have neither the time nor the inclination to address it. Other than I could, All I can say is there's more to life than somebody you disagree with. Okay, just just move on, M move on, uh, pick up crocheting or something like seriously, Twitter's fun. It's great to shit on people with terrible opinions like, you know, status who say certain things about certain things that we all believe, um, or at least that the audience believes, We, you know, us here on the show. It's fun to shit on politicians because, I mean, if we can't shoot them, we might as well make fun of them. 
Uh, <laughs> Might as well get a fucking laugh out of it. Why not? For, yeah. For now, anyway. Um, for now, uh, that'll do. That'll do, pig. Um, one of the conversations that um uh, that I had uh with uh, a family member that she's gonna be listening. So um, we had a conversation about uh, now. I don't know if anything has transpired uh from the weekend. Now apparently the day after Thanksgiving, also known as African American Friday, uh, you are to go out and get deals on a you know television that was originally six hundred and ninety nine. Then they lowered it to 499, then raised it to 699 the day before, and then dropped it back down to 499, thinking that you're going to get a deal and your dopey ass got went ahead and bought it. Uh, probably not an uh, uh, Ultra 4K UHD, probably something, you know, third world like 1080i garbage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Just read the specifications, please. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. But, um, the the, uh, the question was about the labor situation. Apparently, there I did not know. First of all, I was told that you know you don't buy anything. I mean, I didn't because I didn't have any money. Um, that's first and foremost. <laughs> um, I've been rolling poor for a while. So uh, and Thanksgiving is kind of expensive. You know what I mean? There's a lot a lot involved there, Christopher. A lot of expenditure. You know, because you bake a lot of pies from scratch, you have to buy a lot of the ingredients. You know, it's not a cheap holiday. You know, it's not. Especially not when you're entertaining like 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you you're go. spending like probably $250, something like that, you know? Easily. Maybe, yeah. Easily. I mean, maybe a little bit more depending upon what you're making. Yeah, I, I think that you're right about that. But, you know, I was told that there was a – now, mind you, I am a union member. Um, I am a member of Communication Workers of America. And – um I don't have a favorable opinion of my union simply because my employer has collaborated with the union to not uh, to make sure that we don't strike, which literally, if any of you have read maybe a couple of pages out of even a government issued history book, striking is usually considered the greatest power of organized labor. Uh, so we have no power. And in fact, uh, I, they laugh at me. When we used to have meetings before communism, full communism, excuse me, we still had a modicum of communism, but uh, we would have the uh, union meetings uh, and I would immediately vote for an, uh, an immediate strike. Immediately. I, I, I vote to strike now. Yeah. Uh, just because you got to flex a little bit. Once in a while, you got to let these motherfuckers know that, you know, the, the fact that we're not getting raises, uh, the cost of living is going up and, uh, you know, certain people in certain positions in my uh, in, where I work are just changing titles and getting greater pay. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I'm expected to do more with far less. I don't even, yeah. you know, I run my department by myself. I know Christopher knows exactly what I'm talking about. I know that Angel knows what I'm talking about. But uh, I vote to strike every time. I, I, I And they laugh at me and they finally pulled me aside and told me, listen, you know, we have an agreement with the employer. And I'm like, wow. Um, so I we vote to strike. <laughs> yeah. I would like to vote to strike. Uh, fuck your agreement. And um, but uh, to get to the point here, and be like, oh, Jay, what are you talking about? Okay, well, just relax. Okay, we're getting there. I'm trying to I'm trying to draw you a panoramic and not hand you the motherfucking Polaroid. Right, this is this is the the foreplay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is me teasing your nipples, and now I'm really gonna fucking stick it to you. So uh, for about eleven seconds. Um, <laughs> hey, boom goes dynamite. <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Um, so we were having a conversation about this impending strike. I don't know. And believe I'm not being facetious. And this individual knows this. Uh, she's a member of my family. I'm not being facetious, but I was told that, you know, there was some sort of grumbling that, and, and there's been grumbling for a while. People yeah. have been expected to do far more with far less. And of course your country's monetary policy has, in, has impacted your uh, spending ability. Mm -hmm. So you're working just as hard, if not harder and your money's not going as far. Right. All of us here on the show can literally tell you we can feel it. Okay. Yeah. We all do because we're not at the top of the economic pyramid. In fact, we are shoveling the shit into the, uh, you know, to the uh, furnace. That's the only source of heat we have is fecal matter. So we're breathing in shit and uh, and heating our homes with shit. Not really, but I mean, metaphorically. The old poop furnace going. <laughs> it wouldn't be a used guy's show without a reference to shit. So. If you don't like it, I, I really don't go care. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh, 
So nothing happened from what I understand. Now, there have been riots across the globe that the, the corporate press, the legacy media have refused to cover mm-hmm. because they're uh, about, uh, you know, these new COVID restrictions. But there was I heard nothing about the labor movement. And this is the kind of the point that I want to get to with folks. If you I know that I'm not supposed to advocate for this sort of thing, but there's like a few times where I, I can't keep this you know the, the my concern for ideological consistency goes out the window in the face of what uh, I hate to use um, Lenin's words uh, but what needs to be done mm-hmm. um, if you really want a genuine labor movement in this country uh, the teamsters are probably one of your best bets they are the ones who uh, they, they protect the um, the UPS drivers so they're freight carriers and they're you know the the, the brown truck the, the one that brings you your shit um, if it's not Amazon of course Um uh, they, they're uni- they're unionist teamsters, and they do. And I work with those individuals on a regular basis, and they do protect their workers. They do treat them well. They get raises. Um, they, they they anytime the employer looks for any reason to fire them whatsoever, and I mean any, like hitting a branch on a tree while they're driving, and like getting a ding in the in the truck. That they if they don't report that, if they didn't notice anything, they they they, they literally will will fire them, and then the union is like. No, you're not doing that. You're giving them back uh, their job and their pay and reinstating them like it never happened. And it and that's exactly what happened. So the union actually does what they're supposed to do is pre- protect their workers, the interest of their workers. Um, I've hawked books on this show plenty of times. Uh, there's a book called Pr- uh, Prison Memoirs of an Anarchist by Alexander Berkman, who is Emma Goldman's lover, uh, also known as Sasha, because uh, Sasha is the Russian, um, I guess, uh, n- nickname. Uh, for Alexander, I, I suppose. Uh, I think that's how it works. Um, anyway, he did time in prison for try- for an attempted murder on Henry Frick, who was the head of this, uh, I believe, a large steel company. It was a homestead strike in Pennsylvania. Mind you, the labor movement in this country has plenty of battles that it's literally fought with the National Guard, the police, and the Pinkertons. Okay, I know a lot of you probably only have a limited interaction with Pinkertons from Red Dead Redemption 2 and 1, Mm-hmm. But I assure you, they were very real, and they were really, really thugs. They were mm-hmm. awful people. Not good. Not good. Especially if you're a worker. Like, if you look at the Battle of Blair Mountain, just look at that. Like, I mean, we're talking about literal fights with the state and its agents uh, to protect the interest of business against the workers, which on this show, you will find no support for corporate interests like that at all. Uh, we are for the working man, the working woman, the working person. We like the working class people. Uh, maybe it's because we come from it. They might have something to do with it. Um, but apart from actually an insurrection and not a January 6th uh, flaccid cock insurrection. Mm-hmm. Like ain't nobody pushing rope over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, I'm going to try to keep thinking about what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, yes. No, no, no. Sorry. It was warranted. Um, but yeah. Uh, Apart from, you know, like actually fighting these interests, like you're talking about, well, Amazon workers are pissed off. Okay, well, let me explain something to you. (laughs) We know that because the entire country was shut down for a period of time where you could only really order from Amazon. Mm -hmm. So that um, led people down this avenue where their, you know, their freedom of choice, their ability to choose. And people were like, yeah, well, Jay. There's a lot of local options instead of Amazon, and I don't think. And please save it for somebody else. That shit's not going to work with me because you know what? And this is the same thing where people tell me, "Well, you know, uh, they're, they're they're paying people more than fifteen dollars an hour, and they can't keep people." Well, Brian uh, used to work for uh, uh, Amazon. He doesn't anymore. He walked out because he couldn't take it anymore, and he wasn't a floor worker either. And he said the conditions were something else. And here's the problem. The problem is, is when you run into people who are so desperate that an Amazon job where you do get like literally ground into powder. Yeah. Is your only option between being on the street with your kids or your husband or your wife or your significant other, your partner and your family or, you know, benefits day one and an Amazon paycheck where they're going to fucking grind you into dust. Then it becomes a game of time. Now it's I'm just buying my time to the next event. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand is like, yes, these the, the reason. First of all, organized labor in this country was effectively deballed by the state uh, a long time ago. OK. And like I said, until you have 
like I'm a huge fan of the IWW. I, I'm I, even though there's some tankies in there, I'm very sympathetic to, uh, you know, uh, the IWW, its history, even its uh, association with uh, anarcho syndicalism, uh, radical union uh, union power. I'm all for it. I am a union. Pro- I'm literally a union member, and I am a fan of unions, and I'm a fan of workers protecting their interests, especially when these corporate interests that are exploiting workers are working with the state. This is not a free market. We've done this ad nauseum. You guys should already know. The notes have been already taken. The receipts are ready. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think you're going to have a legitimate organized labor movement until there's actually fighting in the street. Because right now, as long as people remain desperate, then then I'm sorry. That's the, their, their option is they could join the picket line and, and try to vote in a union where they're going to lose anyway because the vote will either A, not be acknowledged, B, you'll get locked out, or C, it'll be manipulated by... Because remember, the, the corporate interests, these corporations will, in fact, infiltrate and derail any kind of... like. Christopher and I's employer did this uh, years before when I, I started working there in 2004. And for you kiddies, I know that was, a, you know, seems like a long time ago in your childhood. Uh, for me, it was adulthood and it was um, poverty wages and it was very bad. That, back, in my, back in that day, minimum wage was $8 an hour. Yeah, that's how much it was. And when I started working, it was $4.25. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but uh, your dollar's worthless. So even that $4.25 probably got me a little bit further in the uh, candy aisle than it does now. With that being the case, um, they would derail any attempt to, if you even mentioned organizing or trying to, which, by the way, as the structure exists right now, is totally within your legal right to organize your, your labor and, your, and, and try to form a union and get a vote. Okay? Totally within your legal right to do that. What corporations uh, such as the monster that Chris and I worked for, what they would do is if they got wind of that, they would fire you immediately. Okay, immediately. And and it was they didn't have to show cause other than you were trying to organize workers. You're fucking out of here because we're not going to put up with that shit. So you know, there's you know, lockouts where they're going to lock out the the union members and they bring in scabs. I'm sure, sure some of you have heard of those, uh, you know, terms before, maybe from when you were growing up and you were reading, like I said, you know, your McGraw-Hill history book or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no, like, the, this, this Jehovah Witness that talks to me about hope, let me go ahead and, and explain something to you. There is no hope, okay? It's not going to get better. It's going to get far worse. And for those workers... They're going to keep grinding them into powder because there's always going to be somebody slightly more desperate than the individual being ground into dust. Right now, that's how it works. And until you have an Alexander Berkman or you have a labor movement with the balls uh, to go muzzle to muzzle with the corporation or the state or the fucking National Guard or the Pinkertons, it's going to carry on like this. And, I, I you know... I hate to be that negative Nancy. I mean, it's still, I mean, you can still order Chinese food and, and, you know, you can still, you know, watch YouTube videos and jerk off to whatever porn of your choice. I mean, there's a lot of options still that you can, you know, be happy about. Um, but, but as far as that's concerned, we're, if there is to be a change, at least in my estimation, we are a long way from that, a long way. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of other, like our European neighbors, I, I know that their unions seem to be a little bit more powerful because here they, they've been they've been effectively deballed, deballed and defanged, and uh, with the exception, like I said, of ones like the Teamsters and stuff. And the IWW, yeah, the IWW is like scrappy do. They're small and they want to fuck. They'll fight, but when you're literally fighting someone the size of Voltron and you're scrappy, not much of a fight. Not much of a fight, you know. But again, if you want to ke- uh, carry on the torch of hope, I uh, I say go right ahead. I think you're wasting your time. So with that being said, and all that positivity, um, I, uh, I hope, every, like I said, I, when we get back to Thanksgiving, let's go ahead and, and walk down Thanksgiving lane. We just got through with it. Perhaps this can pl- apply somewhat to Christmas. If you had to pick one dish to not have at the Thanksgiving table, this has been a very hot topic. I've seen photographs, and I'm going to head and, uh, go ahead and lay out this photograph for you. So they had a photograph of sweet potato pie, sweet potato pie. Okay, not sweet potatoes, but sweet potato pie. Okay. Pumpkin pie. Um, the meat of your choice. So it'd be turkey. Have Christmas, let's say ham. Let's move it forward. Let's move forward and say ham, even though we're in the middle of Hanukkah. Shalom. Uh, we're going to go ahead and use ham. Okay. Green bean casserole. Okay. Uh, rolls. All right. 
mash mashed taters mm-hmm. corn and um i forget what the other dishes but let's play with those let me go ahead and say this right away this might seem to be um i guess controversial opinion green bean casserole can lick my asshole i yep. don't like it i never understood the obsession oh, i'm gonna bring green bean casserole and throw like hey, uninvited yeah, yeah <laughs> crunchy fucking what is it like uh cream of mushroom disgusting soup <laughs> Fucking yeah. uh, green beans and then some crunchy fucking like uh, onion straws. Onion, yeah, onion straws. And then you put that shit in the oven and it tastes like shit. It's mm-hmm. never been good. No. Nobody makes it good. I don't give a shit if you're, you're, you know, baby mama, cousin's brother's daddy. You know, you you claim they make it the best. They fucking don't. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's out of here. Yeah. It's, and it's, then corn can also go. Fungus cream and green beans. Gross. <laughs> Fungus cream. I like it. I like it. I mean, I don't like to eat it, but yeah, that's funny. I, that's, that's a good one. I like Fungus cream. So uh, yeah, I'd say be- green bean casserole. Sweet potato pie, I'm not a huge fan of, but in the face of that disgusting green bean casserole, yeah, you look, well, I put bacon in it. That's great. We'll have the bacon and nothing else. How about right? Like, you'd be better off just bringing a plate of bacon. Yeah, can't you just like put like green beans and then the bacon together and leave out that casserole shit? Like, that would be pretty good, I think. Probably, right? Yeah, especially if you do like fresh green beans and then like maybe uh, saute some shallots mm-hmm. in olive oil. Uh, yeah, and then put some fresh bacon crumbles over it. I'd be down for that. But yeah, me too. Yeah, but not take that fucking that green bean casserole, fucking Minnesota, fucking Midwest bullshit, and throw it in the fucking trash. <laughs> and let me just say, like, I grew up whiskey tango, and we never had that shit in my fucking house. So that's some weirdo white people shit from someplace else, not Ohio. I don't think anyway. I don't know. Maybe it is. I'm just I'm just saying my family never had that shit in my house. Yeah, I, I, I we never had that in, in my house. I did not grow up whiskey tango, um, but we did not have that in our house. Sweet potatoes we had with like the um, uh, what is it? The, the uh, marshmallows on top. Like my mother's big into that, like putting the marshmallows and then baking the marshmallows on top of there. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. If your ratio of marshmallow yeah, is equal good. to the sweet potato. It's very nice, very nice. If it's like one marshmallow for like an entire scoop, it's 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 uh it's a bit of a push, okay? You know, <laughs> you gotta have a lot of, a lot of marshmallow. I I no argument here, man. Um, it, you know, I was talking about marshmallows the other day at work. Nobody ever knew what the, the uh, marshmallow and peanut butter sandwich with the um the jet puff, dude. Fluffernutter. Fluffernutters are delicious. I've never had one. I've oh, never had a fluffernutter. Especially, especially if you do a fluffernutter and you throw some jam on there as well. So you're doing like a PB&J and the marshmallow cream. And we put this on regular bread? You can put it on whatever bread you want. Okay. I mean, typically, yeah. Like, you know, this- if all you got is some fucking schwabels. Yeah. Schwabels. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it works just as well, you know. And then if you really want to step it up, man, and you got like either a sandwich press or if you just want to do it like in a skillet, man, and like grill that, it can get a little messy, but goddamn, like talk about giving the homeboy the food hornies. That sounds really delicious, actually. <laughs> Can't confirm. Um, yeah, so that's I got off topic with the marshmallows. I'm I started sorry. thinking about marshmallows and that. I, he gets rotten around here. He went, he, he went down a, a fucking Homer Simpson rabbit hole. <laughs> Marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. So uh, since the last time we talked to use, um, we didn't even talk about this with Bird. And we're not going to probably talk about it much here. But yes, uh, the very divisive subject of the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, verdict. Um, I don't really care. Uh, great. Like, you know, when we had somebody to talk to us on the show about it, um, at the time, our information was very limited. And uh, at the time, my opinion was in another direction. Well, now that I know that a convicted child rapist and a uh, convicted, uh, you know, was it a wife beater, yeah. com- communist felon with a handgun? Uh, one of well, of course, the child rapist was uh, taken out. I don't I don't cry over spilled pedophiles. I, I never will. So um, I really don't give a fuck what happened. And um, 
that's fine. It's whatever. I know that he's a big cop sucker. I understand that. But even a broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, so, uh, well, whatever. I mean, I think to to be fair, okay, yeah, the, those people did things they they probably shouldn't have done. However, like we're judging their actions in the moment of what happened, not what they did in their past or previously. And I think we need to be careful and inciting that as a good reason why you know he shot those people obviously uh the court ruling is is he acted in self-defense so um but you know a lot of people who back the blue always say like george floyd oh well he had a criminal history that guy was a criminal so he deserved to get killed you have to be careful saying he deserved it because he was a pedophile. Did he deserve it because he's a pedophile? Absolutely. But we shouldn't be using that as our um, judgment. We should be using the actions depicted in the video for this case. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I, I get it. Do I think that, you know, the, the compare? I understand the comparison. I do think it has merit. However, I think that Mr. Floyd, uh, rest in peace, uh, despite whatever he may did, may have done rather, or what, what, whatever he was convicted of, he definitely wasn't a child rapist, and therefore I am even less bothered by that individual getting his time card punched by uh, Herr Rittenhaus on the white supremacist movement. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's that's what they think that everything is Nazi. Included. That, I mean, that's what's ridiculous about the whole thing. Uh, like so the left completely vilifies him and the right hails him as a hero and it's like two extremes yep you know it's really what it is when really it's just like okay it, it was an act of self-defense in all honesty it probably shouldn't have made it to trial so i i do agree with the verdict 100 percent. but but like you have these two extremes like i said the like the people on on you know, the right, you know, or what people refer to as the right, just hail, hail him as a hero. And it's just like, it just, it, it, it's, yeah, just two extreme ends and it just causes more division. But like the, the lies being spread uh, about it or like, like even now, like, and it was like, you know, in collaboration, like the media, like they would, uh, yep. like, like if, if I were, were Kyle, I would probably be fucking suing some people for sure for defamation like they, they they really did drag his name through the mud uh but but like i said i don't think he should be hailed as a hero either like he defended himself like this is like in my opinion just like a basic human right like you should be able to defend yourself when people are trying to come after you and threatening to kill you yeah i mean absolutely you should be able to um i don't know i think a lot of people are upset too they were saying because you know they um because he had a gun and he went up to cops and cops didn't shoot and kill him immediately that it's the whole thing is is racist because if it were a african-american who came up to a police officer wielding a rifle right i mean that's their whole thing that's why they're like oh this case is racist it's not because they think i mean they might think kyle rittenhouse is a racist but they're saying the whole situation at its core is racist because it just goes to show that a white person can go up with a to a cop with a gun, rifle, whatever, and not be murdered. And that per he should have been murdered by the police to make it equally um, unfair for yeah, everybody. I mean, that's that that's that's their logic. Yeah, yeah. Is that like, oh, he should be killed too. Like, fuck off with that shit. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm I'm done talking about that. Uh, <laughs> that, that. That's okay. And you know what? I think that you both make fair points. And like I said at the time, I would I saw it one way, and now I see it. Like I, I do think Chris has the correct position. He is not a hero, uh, but nope. um, self defense is a human right that needs no enumeration in any code of law. It is an uh, it is a natural right that we get just by merely existing on this planet. What was he doing there? Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. What was a convicted rapist doing there? You know what I mean? Why did a felon, if we're going to play the fucking uh, the law game, why did a why did a convicted felon have a possession of was a Glock 27? Uh, pretty sure that you're not supposed to be able to do that. But once again, gun laws don't work. Uh, they only work on people like you who follow the law, yeah. not uh, armed communists. So, well, like, whatever. I don't disagree. He probably shouldn't have been there. And I don't know why his mother 
like let him leave that night knowing that there was stuff going on or maybe she didn't know stuff was going on i don't really know mm. but i can tell you that if shit's about to get live and it's popping off like i ain't gonna let my kid out the door i'm gonna be like your your ass is staying home you crazy you're not going anywhere are you crazy mm. get especially, inside especially a 17 year old kid right <laughs> like, like you're not going anywhere you know yep yep so uh, people can believe whatever they want. My position is I really don't fucking care. Uh, people are like, well, it's a landmark decision. Listen, they're gonna get, they're gonna try to get you another way. Trust me, you just dodged it once. Right. Yeah, as I say, they'll 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 keep coming. Yeah. Uh, they'll keep coming. No, and they're gonna keep trying to strip away your right to defend yourself. They'll keep coming. Um, mm -hmm. You notice though that they've been really quiet about the Jizz Lane trial. Yeah, not a lot from Jizz. <laughs> You ain't hearing shit about that. And like you would think that that would be the trial of the century, not the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Like there should be far more attention being paid to like most people have done. The cultural zeitgeist has already fucking forgot about that shit, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. In fact, I, I think we all follow uh, the live or some Jizz Lane uh, trial updates or something like that. I know that we all follow that Twitter account that gives updates on. I don't even know how they got somebody in there to report on it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how you get anybody in the gallery to report on this um, this trial. But um, I know that they got um, they released the logs of how many times uh, William Jefferson Clinton, the former president of the United States, visited uh, Rape Island. Uh, I know that the pilot testified that uh, your, uh, you know, glorious comrade uh, Donald Trump, who loves the children, uh, flew to the island. Big fucking surprise. Woo. Look at my surprise yeah. face. Wow. A rich yeah. guy and another rich guy went to a private island to fuck kids. You don't say. Really? Yeah. Good. Color, me, color me surprised. Dude, it just it, it, it never it never ceases to amaze you people. And then, of course, people there. He's just listen. They're going to be true believers on both sides that are going to think that their person didn't do anything wrong, this, that, and the other thing, and it's a giant waste of your time. Listen, they're all rapists and terrible people, but I am surprised it's not getting the attention. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are starting to say, well, it's a, con a media conspiracy to divert your attention away from it. And I think that there's a lot of validity to that because uh, there's going to be a lot – if it goes – if it if – it, um, if it matures to fruition, uh, you know, to uh, to, you know, the ripe uh, – you know, if we get an actual verdict, if we get a conviction, if we get evidence out there, there's a lot of people who are going to be in a lot of trouble if it does come that way. You know what I mean? And I still am not convinced that, listen, maybe it's my pessimism. Maybe it's my cynicism. Uh, it, it could be a combination of all those things. A giant asshole, whatever. I, I don't really care. I don't see rich people paying for their crimes, especially someone like her. Um and if you're looking at, you know, if one option is that she gets, quote, suicided or she goes to trial and she ends up in jail, she's going to pick the former. She's going to want to get out of there. And mm -hmm. you know what? Quite frankly, I wouldn't blame her because she's not going to be very popular wherever she goes. You know what I mean? She's going to have to. I mean, the state is probably going to allocate some extra protection, unlike, you know, her boyfriend who, you know, hanged himself with single ply toilet paper um, in, in a New York jail. I I'm not so sure about any of this. Um uh, I guess a lot of us, including myself, I can't really speak for everybody else, but I am a sucker for wanting justice, and I and I have to continuously battle with me knowing that justice is not going to happen most likely. Um, one time out of a thousand, maybe you get a really good result, but most of the time, these people they they you know they walk between between the raindrops, man. Uh, they don't, they, they, nothing sticks, nothing gets to them, you know? So I hope that something happens at least, you know, for not for, not for like, you know, I think a lot of people lose sight of, and maybe I'm wrong about this and you guys can correct me. Uh, I think a lot of people lose sight that they want to get her, but I want her to pay because of the victims of, of the abuse. That's my thing. It's not like, see, people in the deep state are, are raping people. They've been doing that forever. Read the Franklin cover up. It goes all the way back. Okay. No, mm -hmm. this is this is nothing. People in power have been abusing children and, and, and women and men and whoever since time immemorial. OK, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. This is just happening now. And it do, does it now. Here's the other thing, too. I think it does expose a lot of people to the idea that the people who run their country are scumbags, because I think Americans still have 
this idea, this sense that, well, that happens in other countries. You know what I mean? When they talk mm-hmm. about Mexico, for example, Mexico is entirely corrupt. And it's like, have you been paying attention to your own fucking country? Like, really? We've we've talked about this on this show plenty of times. It's like, oh, yeah, my neighbors suck, but, you know, my lawn's the best. It's like, you know, bitch, you got a lot of grubs in that grass. Like, it is nasty. And mm-hmm. you're just, you're not even paying attention. You're looking over the fence at your neighbor. Yeah, we know Mexico's corrupt. But Mexico is also largely corrupt because of domestic policy here in the United States. You know, speaking of, you know, drugs. Surprise, fucking surprise. There we go. So, you know, I hope this is an awakening for at least a a decent percentage of the population to say, see, like when you see pictures of Jizz Lane, there's a picture of Jizz Lane and Comrade Epstein and the Pope. I mean, you want to talk about a perfect fucking image. You want to talk about three Mm -hmm. fucking child rapists in one picture? It's Chef's Kiss. They have another one with Jizz Lane. It's it's adorable in the sense that she's peeking out from the side at Bill Clinton's daughter's wedding. Like she was at the Clinton royal wedding. Like this bitch is like fucking. Where's Waldo, man? She's in every goddamn picture. Like mm-hmm. with where 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 where's Jizz Lane? <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, I think there was like a person. I don't know if it. I can't remember if it was a male or female because I read all of the accusations in the documents like long ago and like. You know, because they've had people like come into court and say things previously, like, and, you know, Ghislaine has always tried to block that information from coming out, mm-hmm. um, but they released documents. So I went through, there was like, you know, probably 5,000 pages or something crazy like that. I still wow. have it saved, like, you know, so I can read it again and reference it if I need to for whatever reason. But um, apparently they found like sex toys in the massage rooms because these girls were used as massage therapists under the guise uh, they're a massage therapist and they're going to get paid Mm -hmm. so like jeffrey epstein would prey upon young females um you know as you know young as 14 maybe a little bit younger i'm not sure but i know for sure as young as 14 and he would say hey you want to make some money you come and give me a massage i'll give you you know a hundred bucks um if you do something sexual you get a little bit more money oh you don't want to do that sex thing oh well if you bring me a friend then i'll give you a little bit extra and you don't even have to touch me so the girls wanting money you know would like rope their friends in and it became like this spider web and so basically all the girls that went and didn't want to touch him anymore became his recruit girls in a sense. Oh, and great. that's how it started. And then from there, like there was like this guy who would pick up the girls and, you know, anyways, he would clean mm-hmm. and he, he found sex toys in these massage rooms. And one of them was like a, you know, double sided dildo i guess oh, okay yeah is what you would refer to it as i don't know if that's technically what it's called but that's what it was kind never of never used one. i am not aware of any other terms for a double-sided dildo. yeah like so it was like a, a dildo with two penises at the end like you know not just a ass, flat piece ass, yeah. Ass. yeah so um he would throw them in a basket and then they were kept in jizzling her room her room specifically. Okay. All right. So I'm feigning innocence here. I don't really know. There's, you know. Yeah, not buying it. Yeah. So not, not buying it at all. Uh, yeah, and you know what? They're gonna. I think they already put forward the defense. Like, you know, you know, don't try to get justice for Jeffrey Epstein through her. And it's like, yeah, but she kind of was just as fucking vile and disgusting as he. Right. I was going to say, she was pretty much like his lieutenant, like, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Yeah. And fair play. Besides, you already got the jizz mop, but he's a stoolie. That's funny. That is funny. And don't forget, Alex Jones has been talking about uh, Jeffrey Epstein long before. He decided to hang himself with single ply New York jail toilet paper. So, hey, that's pretty strong shit. I, I don't know, man. I haven't met a lot of single ply that's powerful. So apparently, the stuff they got in New York City is amazing toilet paper. It must be. Yeah, it's literally like hemp. You know, what I mean? <laughs> hemp TP that comes in one single strand that you can wrap around your neck and, and not have enough room to do it and still pull it off like a fucking miracle. Anyway. 
Um, so uh, I don't know if anybody's been paying attention. This is courtesy of Angel. She brought this to uh, this uh, next article, um, you know, because we like to talk about a little bit about, you know, the most current news. I mean, I guess the Ghislaine stuff is pretty current because she is uh, at trial, as it were. But a lot of smash and grab going on in uh, Soviet Socialist California. Shout out to California. Brian, you got to get the fuck out of there. Um, <laughs> we like you way too much. I know that you're in a, in a good spot, but eventually, um, you know, I, bad things could potentially happen. We don't want that to happen. You, California, Brian, and all our California listeners are here in Nevada and Idaho are wonderful. Um, but that being said, so a lot of smash and grab stuff. Um, like at the Dolce & Gabbana and Louis Vuitton and all these other high-end bourgeois places, swanky shops to buy Chinese communist-made fucking purses with yep. slave labor for about a million dollars. Whatever. I mean, whatever makes you happy. I spend a lot of money on books and Skittles. You guys like to buy purses. I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> books and Skittles. I like snacks. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a food-motivated motherfucker, just like my dog. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, but look at this, uh, San Jose. This is wonderful. So this is talk about Rahm Emanuel's quote, never let a, a crisis go to waste. Mm -hmm. So San Jose approves license plate readers in effort to stop smash and grab robberies because a lot of cars were pulling up to these locations, not just flash mobs, right? It's the cars that we want to get after. Well, but they're using COVID-19 relief funds from yep. the, the federal government. Yep. Uh, to, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, to 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 fund these, you know, license plate things. Yeah. So yeah. this this is what it says: in an effort to combat the spike in retail smash rob mob robberies, excuse me, plaguing the Bay Area, the San Jose City Council has approved spending a portion of federal COVID nineteen relief money on license plate readers (LPRs). The vote to allocate $250,000 towards LPRs was unanimous and was included as a line item amongst other expenditures of the $18.3 million of American Rescue Plan Act fund San Jose received from the Biden administration. Uh, Mayor Sam Licardo, <laughs> Mayor Sam Licardo, an Italian, announced a push for the funding in response to recent incidents at, at, at Valley Fair, Santana Row, and downtown San Jose, where large groups of thieves rushed in and ransacked stores. They're like Vikings of the modern era. They just show up out of nowhere and just raid and take what they want and <laughs> just leave. They, they, they target handbags from communist China. That's wild. Um Let's see. Let's see here. In a memo, the Italian mayor wrote that LPRs would, quote, enable the San Jose Gestapo to better deter and make arrests and arm smash mob burglaries and robberies, auto thefts and drive by shootings. Oh, wow. that is that is quite a cornucopia that is a fucking catch all. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's anything and everything. You jaywalking. We're using the COVID-19 money, you motherfucker. Like, hey, bobbity boopy. Let's use this money over here for license plate readers over there. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, <laughs> the memo stated that data collected from the LPRs would not be shared with federal immigration authorities. Sure. Um, where? <laughs> like, it's funny that you felt the need to mention that. Yeah, sure. That's exactly what it's going to be used for. Yeah, sorry. Uh, quote, where culprits are attempting to evade the license plate readers, all the better because that's a very clear warning. When we see folks covering their license plates, that those are those are drivers that should be pulled over. How astute of you, yeah, uh, Mayor uh, Mario. All guilty. Yeah, according to San Jose Police Assistant Chief of the Gestapo, Paul Joseph, the exact model of the LPR system has not yet been decided. It would likely be a stationary unit that can be moved to various crime hotspots around the city. We absolutely are going to take into account crime all throughout the city and not just in one particular spot, said the Gestapo. Assistant Chief Gestapo Joseph uh, said that LPRs privately funded by management of Grand Century Mall in East San Jose led to the arrest of several suspects involved in a Bay Area wide ring of perch snatch thieves i love the word snatch i never think of robbery when it comes to snatch it's generally a woman's um you know it's a vernacular for the female genitalia mm -hmm. um snatch genitalia. 
or snatch stunk. Something to that effect. Um, uh, I'm sure my age. There's probably some 18 year old that's like, I've never heard of that before. Like, we, we okay, boomer. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know her hoo ha. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's out of control. It's one of many technical terms for the vagina. Okay. Really? Vagina? I mean, you know her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes the uh, it makes uh, men uncomfortable. The word vagina. Oh. For those of you, that's a big Lebowski reference. Never mind. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. Uh, LPRs are not new in the city. A South San Jose neighborhood has installed the private funded LPRs, mounting them on residential buildings. Uh, San Jose Gestapo deployed the technology on a small number of patrol vehicles beginning in 2016. Uh, you hear that they're going to be spending a quarter million dollars on license plate readers. I'm like, it's not a great use of money, said Dave Mass, director of investigations at the Electronic Frontier for, uh, Foundation based in San Francisco, conducting research on police use of LPR statewide, found uh, the Gestapo stored 1.6 million plates in 2020. Of those plates, 1,509 were of interest to investigators, representing a success rate of 0.089. Not looking good. You're definitely not in the major leagues with that batting average, you fucks. So um, at least there's a dissenting opinion. But do not worry, uh, Dave Mass, uh, with two A's and two S's. Uh, big ass. Dave Mass, don't worry. They're not going to give a fuck what you have to say. They're getting implemented. And that information will be stored and will be shared with federal authorities. Because fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Um, so yeah, that article will be in the show notes. Maybe it won't. You guys don't read it, so don't worry about it. Um, what else is good here, guys? What else is happening? So there's this big, uh, this, you know, I don't know. Oh, oh, wait, wait, this is good. So Angel was kind enough to, uh, get me into Paramount Plus with her membership. And I watched the, uh, the post-pandemic special that South Park put together. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend 10 out of 10. Excellent job. Uh, I, it's, it's beautiful because they really, it's so amazing how they could even come up to the very current, the latest event and incorporate it into the show so well with the writing and all like, it is brilliant. So like Stan and Kyle and Kenny, everybody's grown up. They're like in their, they're, they're like in their forties and, um, they, you know, they look back to the pandemic as things never being the same. And that like, you know, there's a new variant that shows up. And that, like, everybody buys toilet paper and they put their kids on Zoom immediately to do school. It's and hilarious. It really is perfect because that's exactly what's happening right now with this um, hexagon or octagon variant, whatever that's come out of wh whatever the fuck it is, uh, uh, you know, uh, mild pleurodon or T-Rex um, variant I, or whatever yeah, the fuck me, it is. I'll, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm omnipotent. No, Omnicron. I Omicron. 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 Oh, Micron. Oh, Micron. I don't know. Like Megatron. Yes. Fucking Omicron Percy I eight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So like Decepticon. Future Futurama reference. If you didn't get that, sorry. No, that's a good. It's fine. It was well done. Go ahead. It was um on Drudge Report. Okay. Yeah. There was the the article link language. Mm -hmm. is very very misleading because it says um let me see here let me go, go on drudge it says something along the line it almost makes you think that the new variant came as a combination of aids and the coronavirus mixed together that's a that's a very powerful enemy right now and it's i was like what the f i read really? like you know what i mean like i yeah i read like the title but that's not the title of the article because <laughs> you know how like um on websites or in documents you can you know or emails you can type words and then you can highlight that yes. and then you can insert a hyperlink mm -hmm. but just show the words that you type yes of course so you can type go fuck yourself and then link to like you know teletubbies right right no i, I get it i you know what I mean? Yes. So, like, whoever wrote that title mm -hmm. for that link to click to like click on it, it's very misleading. Very, very misleading. You mean the corporate press is misleading? I mean, no, no, Drudge Report. 
Drudge Report misleded. Like misled. Misled. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. Misleading. Well, they still report on cor- corporate press. Like Drudge Report doesn't hit home runs all the time. I hate to tell. You. I mean, yeah, it's they're okay, but they're also sensationalists. Did, like, I mean, for real. Did collision with HIV forge variants? No. Probably and you're like, not. What does that mean? Right? Are you saying HIV is now merged with the coronavirus? Like when you read that with no context behind it, your mm. your mind starts to like wonder. And then I'm like, what what? And I click on this and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I you know I what? I don't know. I and I don't want to make any predictions on this because no matter what's gonna happen, it's gonna be bad. Like, for example, they quoted the um the head of um Moderna as saying this is going to be very, very bad. Well, of course he's going to say that because he gets to sell more boosters, you dopey sods. Of course he's going to say it's bad. Of course they're going to dial it up, you fucks. But everybody keeps fucking swallowing that cough syrup, man. But whatever, listen, it's not going to be good. It's not going to end anytime soon. And, you know, um, they just extended the mask mandate on airplanes and, and, and buses and public transport. Uh, they expanded that all the way till March, I believe. Is it February or March? Either way, it's not not expiring in January. If you thought they were going to let you get on an airplane <laughs> without a mask, boy, have I got something to tell you? Are yeah. you sadly mistaken? It's uh, it's not ending anytime soon. Um, Fifteen days to flatten the curve. Yeah, we're at six hundred and twenty-four right now. If anybody's counting, yeah, I, I certainly am. Curious. I certainly am. Um, what the hell? You silence that goddamn phone. What's going on here? Uh, I I have to take this call. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um. So yeah. Uh. It's not going to end anytime soon. We're never going to uh see the end of it. And uh, you know, anytime there's and you know what the thing is is anybody that knows anything about like you know viruses and variants and shit like that. Of course, it's going to like it's going to continue to happen. Like, that's what a virus does. And didn't if I'm not mistaken, Christopher, I don't know if you saw this or not. They definitely said like the the lady that was in uh, South Africa, like the head doctor or whatever it was, didn't that the head it's actually weaker. Right. Exactly. And that's then, what most viruses do anyways, as they. You know, as more variants come out, they get weaker, they don't get stronger, like. Yeah, yeah, no, they yeah, don't that, get stronger. Yeah, but but you know, of course, the corporate press and, and uh, you know, and, and governments of the world are are you know fucking hyping it up. Ooh, new variant. <laughs> like, what do you what do you know? J- just just as people were due for their booster shot, you know, ooh, spooky Omicron, get your booster. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Right as and as and also because. People aren't like you know buying it, taking the uh, the booster shot, and then like you know there was like a complete lack of interest from most people. They're like, okay, I took the two shots. I really am not interested in taking the third or fourth or eighth or a hundred and fifteenth or whatever the fuck it's going to be. And then all of a sudden, oh well, your va- this thing could be uh, uh, completely resistant to vaccines, uh, the ones that we have available. And now, and now you're going to need about seventy five thousand other shots before you can be considered fully vaccinated. Remember, they're going to change the definition of what fully vaccinated stand like means. Like at first, it was no, you get the two bumps and that's it, you're finished. Well, the joke is on you because no, it's not over. And you're going to need, like, you know, a shot in your groin. Fucking look like a heroin addict when you're for real. For real. It's going to be a daily booster. All up and down your arm. Right. Daily booster. Daily booster. Be like, excuse me, if you want to come on to work today on the docks, we're going to go ahead and have to give you a booster. And, like, you're just going to be, like, smoking a cigarette, like, looking for, uh, covered in track marks and shit like that. Be like, hey, man, I think I got a good vein here if you want to hit me with that booster right here. Yeah, hit hit me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, man, um, it's not good. No good. It's not going to be good. So uh, I, I hate to damper your hopes. Um, they're going to shit all over you and everybody. And you know what, man? Like, I, I'm if you want to get a booster or a hundred five, hundred and five thousand of them, but go ahead. Like, I, I don't I really don't care what you do. Just, just please leave me the fuck alone. But they're not going to. They're not going to. Um, I know that they're holding up the mandate in court. Uh, OSHA is suspending the enforcement thereof. But they, he just had a speech today. Which I don't know if anybody's watched his speeches. Like, for example, like when you itch your nose, when you know you feel like you know one of them rogue hairs sticking out. You know what I mean? You got this rogue nose hair that's tickling you. You got to go ahead. Maybe you got a bug hanging or something like that. 
you know, a little extra something there, a little extra something special, uh, you know, digging for gold. You got that rogue booger. But like Joe Biden, Booger. Right, exactly. Dude, Biden, I watched Biden give a speech the other day. Like it was, I think it was this week, where he keeps like going like this with his eye and he keeps messing with his nose and he's like squinting and he's he's totally reading from the teleprompter. And I'm wondering, is like, is that like the only 15 minutes a day they have him where dementia is not attacking his brain? Did you guys know that he read end quote from the teleprompter? Like, I'm not it, surprised. He was like reading all of this, you know, whatever he had to read for whatever reason. <laughs> and then he says, is that and true? Then he, yeah, he kept reading and then it was like it end quote. So, yeah, sorry I had to step away. Um, that was my uh, Grubhub delivery of Chinese food. And it was really important because he was going to drop it off someplace else because he didn't know where I was. So I had to explain where I was. Yeah, okay. Here we go. This is from uh, Faux News, uh, F-A-U-X, uh, which is French for big dick. Uh, it says, Biden appeared to read end of quote from teleprompter, but was actually quoting a business leader. Oh, OK. OK. So it says, because of actions we've taken, things like this have begun to change. Biden said, end quote, end of quote, Biden added before moving on to the next sentence. But Biden, in fact, was ending a quote he had started. Fox News and several other outlets mistakenly reported that he was reading a teleprompter. Cue. OK, so then that was fake news. Then. So that was unfortunately not the home run we were looking for. Uh, you're well, out. It, you're out at first. I mean, I just it was like a week ago or something. So I don't know. Fair enough. OK, so, um, yeah, I hate to uh, you know, I love you guys. I hate to bring you down, um, uh, but uh, it's not going to be good. But you can keep listening here and we'll uh, we'll comment on the end of everything together. And hopefully we'll get hit by that giant meteor and we won't have to go to work. So, Fingers crossed. you know, um, I, <laughs> I, I, I hate to be that guy, but you know what? It is what it is. I just keep hoping that somebody that I know, like, you know, strikes it rich and is generous enough to share with me. I feel like it's 1984 where people are winning the lottery, but nobody ever like fucking sees anybody winning the lottery. I really I've always thought that. And I've talked to you about this before. I don't think anybody really wins the lottery. I think it's all fake. I know it ain't me. And I've tried. I like, think it's I've just good the feelings. government's way of stealing more money from us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever play the lottery. It is such a waste of fucking money. Yeah, I, I, I wish I felt that way, but I, I you know, that's the problem. Hope is dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly dangerous. I'm like, hey, I got two dollars here for the power ball. Hey, you know, it's six hundred fifty eight million dollars, six hundred fifty eight million dollars for two dollars investment. That's not that bad. You know, it's a good turnaround after mm-hmm. taxes. I may get forty eight dollars. We'll see. Um, but maybe um, I could go get a cotton of smokes and a cheeseburger, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, if the world does go, if the world begins to truly end, I am going to take up smoking again. Like I'm deaf. Like I don't give a fuck if it's good. Like if they're like the meteor's <laughs> going to be here in a week, I am literally going to smoke chain smoke camel wides until I cannot breathe. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Slathered in cheese whiz and all sorts of disgusting things and eating all the cheesecake that I want. Uh, and not what Pete, not letting people eat my cheesecake because we're going to die. So you should have fun. Um, does anybody have anything else before we wrap up uh, this uh, mixtape show? Uh, again, I'm sorry that we didn't have it planned out. It, unfortunately, things fell through. If you weren't entertained, well, I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, Christopher, do you have anything? Right. We, uh, no, although I do have another upcoming show. Uh, so for people in the local area, my band, Agents of Apathy, uh, we're going to be playing at the Vortex again on January 7th. That's exciting. I'll be there. Um, it's it's a nice venue for those of you that are familiar with the Akron area. It is the former Adult Gentlemen's Club Ecstasy, um, <laughs> and uh, you can see when you walk in there, you know right away because of the place. It's got the Teen Club vibes. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. And that's okay. I mean, that's not my cup of tea, but it's much better as a uh, as a concert uh, venue, uh, concert club. I it was a great yeah. uh, great show the last time the guys played out. So we'll look forward to seeing that. Angel, do you have anything before we wrap up the show? Uh, no, just uh, be on the lookout for um, B-Side number one release um, coming your way this week at some point in time. So, you know, it's going to be a sneak surprise. So be on the lookout. All right. Excellent. Um, that's a bonus to those of you. Uh, this is the uh, the many. I, I, how many like, you know, the six extra days of Christmas or this. is well, When does Hanukkah end? It doesn't matter. I don't know. A winter special, whatever. Uh, happy Christmas. We whatever. love you. 
Yeah. Um, I Chris, hope Hanukkah. Mahana Kwanzaa. Exactly. Yeah. Merry New Year. I, I hope it is going well for those of you that celebrate Hanukkah. I got that spaghetti and meatball on the first night of Hanukkah, which, uh, you know, as you know, having a secular Jewish mother, uh, it's wonderful. But at the same time, I could have gone with the brisket, but the spaghetti and meatball was top class. Don't you worry. So um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening as usual. Thanks to the new subscribers. Appreciate that. Um, if you want to get at us, use guys in that at gmail.com at use guys pod, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We do a lot less on Twitter. We do a lot less on uh, Instagram because none of you care. That's fine. And we're a little more active on Facebook. So if you want to uh, get at us there, message us or you want to email us, go ahead and please do that. At this moment, I'd like to thank our sponsors, iPaint Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Ray Faba, fine art and, and design from the Great Lakes, and Team Mandalore, who keeps cycling very weird. And, of course, the time in the show has come, ladies and gentlemen, where we would discuss your dirty asshole. Now, uh, Thanksgiving has come and gone, and perhaps you had three or four plates of food. You went a little hard on the cornbread, maybe a little extra turkey there, a little spackle in your bowels. You know what I mean? Stick it to the walls. And you've had some incomplete things uh, being done down south in the dung ditch. A lot of stinks. That's a lot of flavors mixing together on the way out. Not so good, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that you're not smelling very good. If you're wearing pants and you're getting sweaty there, you got the meat sweats, turkey sweats, a lot of a lot of lot of things combining to make you smell like dog shit. You know, your mother's putting too much fucking onion in the, in, in the casserole or whatever it is that you're doing. Whatever wash happened. Them, wash them vinegary balls. Yeah. I mean, truly, we're here to help. And my friend Todd from uh, Akron Apothecary makes homemade gay soap. Uh, from gay hands uh, to your ass to keep it nice and clean uh, for that special someone. Hanukkah will be concluding, uh, but the battle rages on uh, for you to smell good, maybe for the next holiday we have coming up, which will be Christmas, also known as winter solstice, but it's not actually on the solstice. Uh, that's an entirely another conversation. We'll just call it Christmas, uh, you know, to keep it simple. So you got Christmas Eve, let's say. You know, a lot of people get engaged on Christmas Eve. A lot of people break up on Christmas Eve, but let's hope that's not you. So let's say you're sitting down at Christmas dinner. You don't have that green bean casserole we talked about and nobody likes, so you're sitting down, and you're sitting next to that special someone. And, uh, excuse me, uh, could you, uh, you know, could you pass the mashed potatoes? And, you know, like, oh, sure, honey. And they grab the mashed potatoes, and as they lean over, they get a whiff of your dirty ass while you're sitting there, you know, soaking in your own stink. You don't want to be that guy. And my friend Todd doesn't want you to be that guy. And nobody on this show wants you to be that guy. So please check out AkronApothecary.com. Uh, check out what Todd has for you. Uh, excellent soap, gay soap for the, uh, for the masses. Uh, trans, straight, gay, we don't care. It, we just, we're just here to help you because Todd's gay soap is... Soap for that ass. Indeed, it is so for that ass. I hope you guys have a great week. If you got topics you want us to talk about, we'll have something for next week for sure. Um, uh, shout out, of course, uh, to Riley and to uh, Elliot uh, and to California Brian, uh, Comrade Klaus, uh, our friend. Uh, best wishes to all of you. I uh, hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, check back in. And uh, like I said, don't forget to like and subscribe or don't. Either way, I don't care. I'm going to keep doing it regardless of what the fuck you do. So. <laughs> Um, have a good have a good week, everybody, and look out for that extra episode. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, or like I said, don't. I don't care. Have a great week. Bye. Peace.